your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to this fan series edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. In this series during the Florida Panthers and the NHL offseason, we're going to bring you, the Florida Panthers fan, onto the show to build your Florida Panthers fan network. The Florida Panthers, though they are considered a small market team, have fans, you'll be surprised, all over the place. Some of them might be located in South Florida. Some might be located in Central Florida, like myself, maybe outside of Florida, maybe even across the pond and in Canada as well. And this is an opportunity for you, the fan, to get on the show to for to introduce yourselves to the world. And let me introduce myself. My name is Armando Velez. I am from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. You can follow the national show, Locked On NHL, anywhere you listen to podcasts and their Twitter page, Locked On NHL Pods. And also don't forget the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. And make sure to check Thursday's episode of the Crosscheck NHL show where I will be making a guest appearance on the show to talk about all things Florida Panthers. So for this first maiden voyage edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers fan series is a guy who is a really, really close friend of mine. He is one of the first people that really spoke about the Florida Panthers to me. I've known this guy for 15 years, and he there's no other person that I want to bring on first to the show. And when this episode drops, it actually, which is August 12th, it is actually his birthday. So I want to introduce, you might know him, you might not. He is Twitch streamer. Paul Gooch, a.k.a. Gooch Spot. Paul, how are you, dude? Oh, I'm fantastic. Thank you for so much for having me on the show. And what a what, I couldn't ask for a better birthday gift to be on and, and leading off of this series with you, talking about our favorite Florida Panthers. So. Yeah, even before starting this podcast, you and I have, have been just chatting about this team for years. Even before Twitter was a thing, you and I would be chatting about it, just texting back and forth about uh, – about the cats and all that. And now that we, you have your own specific platform on Twitch and I have mine with uh, locked on Panthers and a little bit of, of Twitter as well. Like I I'm, I'm very, I'm very thankful to have you. And this is an audio podcast, so people can't see uh, what you're wearing. So uh, tell the fans like what you have on. Well, I found this online. They were, they were selling some weird shirts then. I found one that really stuck out to me, and it was called Barkov County. It was kind of like what, what the Heat did with Wade County and instead did it with Barkov, and I just couldn't resist. I had to pick it up. It's crazy. Both the hockey team and the basketball team have two very individual iconic players. Mm-hmm. Just the, the counties right next to each other. We need to yeah. – maybe, maybe Palm Beach County might have something, but that's a little bit of a long name to – try to come up yeah. with something that's for sure <laughs> but but 
I, I'm I'm jealous of that. I, I I hope I want to get one myself for sure. <laughs> yeah, you can get some on online and on Twitter. Twitter has been such an open world for especially for finding other Panther fans and especially ones that make custom merch and and stuff like the shirt I'm wearing. Like it's Twitter has opened that entire world for me, and I'm glad to to be a, a part of that sort of community. Mm -hmm, absolutely, and pe people who uh, people who don't know. Uh, Paul personally, like myself, uh, people on the internet call him Gooch, but I just want you guys to know that really is his last name. Gooch. <laughs> yeah, that, that is my last name. It's not just a play on word. It's, it's Gooch, my last name. And, uh, and, and that's how most people can find me easily on the internet, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. So I know more mostly about you, but tell the, tell the listeners, like, tell them about where you're from and yeah. what you do. Okay, so I grew up in South Florida. I've always been a sports fan. It wasn't hockey wasn't my first love. Unfortunately, I, I was drawn into baseball, but luckily a very close neighbor of mine was a diehard Panthers fan, uh, went to the games in the in the uh, the old arena and, and even before the BB&T Center. And I, he is personally responsible for me opening my eyes to hockey and eventually falling in love with the sport and being solely behind the team 100%. Uh, I live in South Florida, so it's a bit of a drive for me to go all the way up to Broward to, to make those games. But as a very recent season ticket holder for this upcoming season, I'm very excited to, to make the drives there and see how, how awesome this upcoming season is going to be. So. Absolutely. And I was able, I was very fortunate to meet your uh, next door neighbor for the first time just this, this last year. You've been talking about him for years and we never actually really met until the playoff game uh, this past year. And he, he's, I remember him telling me just about everything that he's been through from 93 all the way till now. And man, um, Paul, I can, can you imagine the um, how frustrated we would be as fans uh, if, we had to experience just year three of going to the Stanley cup final. And then all the, the playoff drought, the 12 year drought, along with all these first round exits, if we were there from the start. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I, I just, I give them all the props in the world for sticking through to the team and actually co like continuing to inspire other people to be fans of the team and get behind them. Even when they were just at the lowest of the low, you know, about a decade ago, uh, you know, I, I started off pretty early going to the games. He was he was a very big influence for me. He would take me when I was in second grade. So we're talking like the 2002, 2003 season. Uh, looking it up, we didn't even have a captain that year. Uh, Ole Jokinen was our was our top scorer. And I just remember being such a little kid, being in front of the glass and just being mesmerized with what I was seeing in front of me, regardless if the team was doing good or not. It was just the, the sport itself that just influenced me to become a fan of it later on, and especially in my adult life, to become like a lifelong fan. Yeah, and, and I think about it like this, man. I, I think about sometimes when it comes to how the, each franchise, sports franchise, regardless of sports, of how they make the game day experience for fans. I mean, mm. I, 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 I didn't really go to Panther games until I was like in my teens. Um, I remember going to the, just like you, I grew up in a baseball family and I remember the old pro player stadium, just trying to chase uh, after uh, players for autographs and just trying to, mm -hmm. uh, and, and that game day experience about engaging mm -hmm. people. And that's mm -hmm. really the power of like what sports can do, especially when you go in person, especially like watching on TV. I didn't go to a single sporting event in general until later, later on in my childhood, like until I was nine. And then I realized how much of a big difference it was. And even now we see how much different it is. Like even as an adult, 
watching plays develop uh, in person versus watching on TV. And the the game day experience is is just n- unlike any other. And you had the opportunity to go to every single game of the first round uh, uh, this past season. Talk about that. Yeah, that was that was something crazy because I've never been a part of a playoff series before. Uh, even when the team was terrible, like I would go to the games and I fell in love with the sport even when the team was bad. So so when I finally got the chance to see the team in the playoff in a playoff uh, uh, scenario, like that was just incredible. It was like, God, we've been missing out on this for so long. And finally, we get the chance and especially against Tampa of all teams you know, the battle of, uh, of Florida to, to be your first, especially for me, my first playoff series experience, like, wow, just an incredible atmosphere an incredible uh, fan base. Even when things were just starting to open up, like we showed out and we showed up and we represented to make sure that we gave, we let Tampa know that we were there to fight. And uh, regardless of the outcome, it was a wonderful first experience. And uh, I can't wait for more. Honestly, I can't wait for more. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their run to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code locked on. And and dude, I remember um, in 2016 when we made the uh, playoffs against the New York Islanders. This is um, the listeners actually don't know this part, but. I tell them all the time about, actually, I have mentioned this part on the podcast, how I purchased game seven tickets for Panthers Islanders for a possible game seven, mm-hmm. purchased them a few hours before game six started. And that was the game. That was the game. You, me, and our other friend, Brandon were supposed to go to, we were ready yes. to go. We, 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 it didn't matter how much it were, it was. We were ready that if we were to win game six, then we would have a game seven on home ice in 2016. But however, that didn't happen. Chotek was tripped. John Tavares happened at the end of regulation. John Tavares happened again in overtime. And then we didn't have our opportunity to get a game seven. And back-to-back playoff, um, playoffs for the Panthers, you unfortunately missed out on a game seven. As, as, far, as, as far as not as far as having tickets ready for game seven on two different occasions, uh, Paul, how, as far as like the taste in your mouth, how, how did you feel about um, from 2016 and in 2021? You got to think that those are two different teams too. Like it's crazy. Some teams may never change. And this team has just gone through an incomplete wardrobe change from 2016 to this last season. Uh, I can't even say I was that high on the 2016 season. It was more like, oh, we're here. Let's see how far we can make this Cinderella story happen. Uh, and, and unfortunately, didn't go our way. This last season, I can say that we've had a little more uh, expectation, at least for the team, to make it past the first round. And, you know, the matchup itself was very unfortunate. But, like, uh, the difference between 2016 and, and this last season 
Uh, we really thought like last season we can do it. Like, I guess it's just the the momentum we carried throughout the season and, and me being there most of the steps of the way and, and seeing the team develop more this last season than in 2016. I, I was more of a believer in this past, this past postseason. Uh, so it didn't hurt me as much in 2016, but it definitely stung being there in person, seeing them put an empty netter in to kind of like seal the deal on the series. Like it, you can't compare the two feelings. Like I it's more was way more invested this last postseason. I was invested both times, but I'll tell you the truth. Um, I was more heartbroken at 2016 than I was uh, 2021, to be quite honest, though mm-hmm. the expectations were higher for this one. It, it was the matter of the Panthers had a lead in game six, one, nothing mm-hmm. against, against New York. Uh, and they were ready to get that game seven, even though, and they had, and l- let's not forget, they had both home ice in both occasions. They had home ice in, um, in 2016 and 2021. And the, the reason why I wasn't as heartbroken because when, when the Florida Panthers lost game six by a final score of four to nothing and Vasilevsky five straight playoff series now with a series clinching shutout, that's just unheard of. Yeah. And d- during the end of the third period, d- so as, as the third period was starting to wind down, I spoke about this on the show. I spoke about this with you. I was starting to turn into reflection mode and starting mm-hmm. to say, think about the positives from the season while that game six loss was just pure heartbreak. And I, I don't know if we were together watching game six together um, mm-hmm. in 2016, but um, I was still in my FIU dorm room and I was just silent for a good, uh, good 10 to 15 minutes, just heartbroken. I don't, I don't remember if I cried or not, but I, I, I was just heartbroken in that, yeah. in that, in that moment, because it, it felt like oh, yeah. victory was right there and it was just taken away. Yeah. A lot of that just kind of, uh, maybe this, the realization that set in that we were not ready for that stage yet. And when you really were given like a lot of hints that we've made strides throughout that year, um, you know, maybe my fandom wasn't as intense as it was like, you know, from last year to 2016. So maybe I wasn't so defeated because you know, mm. we're kind of numb to that feeling during that decade. And, sure. and, and, and yeah, I mean, that was really our first, like, Oh, maybe we're breaking out of this slump and, and to see it kind of crumble down in front of us like that. Yeah. That was not fun. Um, you know, I'm, maybe it's a recency bias, but just now that you know where the team is at now, it's easier to reflect on the past mistakes and know that where we're heading is, is somewhere positive. And the difference between going into the 2022 season is now mm-hmm. there are no excuses to yeah. not miss the playoffs. So missing the playoffs is not an excuse whatsoever. You don't have mm-hmm. a first or second round pick because of the trades you made for Sam Bennett and Sam Reinhart in two different occasions. Um, 2017, we all know what happened in 2017. The very next season, bad start. Gerard Blanc gets fired. That whole taxi cab situation uh, mm-hmm. from the picture of the on the internet. And yeah, it, I wasn't expecting a five-year playoff drought, but damn, uh, many people question whether it was that course peak of Barkov, Uvedo, Ekblad. But now, the with these guys just being in their mid-20s now, and they haven't even, I'm stealing a line from David Dork. These guys haven't even hit their prime yet. And it's beautiful that these homegrown players that you've seen from then to what they are right now, and they're, re- they're ready to take that next step. 
100%. Yeah. Developing, uh, you know, getting them better and, and, and getting into their prime, so to say, it's like, wow, what a timing, uh, you know, like we, we've gone through a lot of bad leadership, whether it's in the GM role, the coaching role, we've gone through a lot of bad hands. And, and once like the GM role has been set with Zito, it's just like, everything has been falling into place. Right. It seems like all the dominoes are in the right spot. Um, and it just gives you a different feeling heading in. Like it really does. Like I've just, it, it's complete, uh, paradigm shift of the, of expectations for the team. Uh, yeah, we sold out on our, uh, what was it? The 2014 top three picks, you know, three of the top four, like, mm -hmm. you know, like we really sold out on, on that talent and that's the time. This is the time now for that draft class to really start hitting its peak. And if we're the front runners of that, that result, then man, I'm just so excited. Mm -hmm so hard not to be absolutely and more questions about you have you have you ever had the chance to watch the florida panthers on the road before outside of south florida never gotten the pleasure to do so i'm, I'm kind of a hermit i'm i'm either at a home game or i'm watching it on tv but uh, i would love to love to go to a, an away game one day what's your uh number one preference when it comes I to think toronto uh, toronto i think you know they, i've been told so many good things about the toronto uh, arena and everything and like just going to a home uh, away game in toronto i think would be peak for me as a, as a nhl fan yeah ab absolutely and uh i've been a i've been in uh toronto for only a day and i only passed by the well it was called the air canada center at the time mm -hmm. but seeing all the statues of uh what they call maple leaf square over there slash jurassic park for the toronto raptors it, it's only it's only 0.3 miles from the uh cn tower and i still think it's kind of hilarious how uh justin trudeau the prime minister of canada put uh montreal canadian colors for the cn tower to represent mm -hmm. uh Montreal, the, it, it point three miles away from the Scotiabank Arena after they threw, blew a three-one series lead. Oh man, they're just as hungry as us, right? But they've been, oh geez, they've been tortured. But like you know, that's that's something that I may get the opportunity to to fulfill if you know the Panthers face the Leafs in the first round or sometime in the playoffs. You know, this next season. Let's not forget the Hockey Hall of Fame is in Toronto too. That's uh, true. It's funny. This is the thing about Hall of Fames; they're always in the strangest of locations. I've been to both the basketball <laughs> and the baseball hall of fame uh baseball you see just woods and use and you're like where is this place and then the town shows up the basketball hall of fame is in a shopping center i think i believe the hockey hall of fame is like underground somewhere in, in toronto so that's <laughs> definitely a bucket list thing if the florida panthers i mean they're in the same division yeah. as the toronto maple Leafs, so there's an opportunity that they could uh face each other in the playoffs so another question for you uh so with the exception of the Tampa Bay Lightning, who is that one team that you despise the most? Ooh, despise the most. And this but is talking about like any division, any team? Any team, any oh, okay. division. With the, oh, I, 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 say the, I say the exception of Tampa Bay because I feel like that's going to be the majority. Yeah, of, the of course. Like anybody, in, yeah, especially after this last season, like you're going to, you're obviously going to be going after Tampa Bay and you're going to want a gun for them. Uh, I wouldn't even say Carolina. I would, I would just go straight up to Vegas. I, everything about Vegas since they've come into the league has been like, well, why didn't we get that? Well, why didn't we get that? We didn't really get the, the pardons that Vegas has gotten. Plus, I'm still a little salty about how Talon handled that, that scenario anyway. So I, I've already got bad blood for Vegas. Uh, that would be the team that I would just avoid mm -hmm. and, or just want to beat. So, you know, flat out. 
I explained this on an episode one time. Why do fans hate Vegas? And <laughs> I, I think it also has to do with the city, the vibe. The, the vibe of the city, you think of Sin City, you think of uh, um, think bad things going, you think of bad mm-hmm. guys, you think of, yeah. uh, you think villains, you think, dev- villains, you think and I kind of, even though Sunrise, Florida isn't necessarily Miami, Miami and South Florida kind of has that same feel as well. Luckily for the Panthers, they are north of the city of Miami, so they still have that small market feel mm-hmm. versus what if they were still in the old Miami arena if they, it still existed or if they even played at the AAA and they were considered Miami's team and they brought all these free agents with the mm-hmm. it's 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 a good question to ask would yeah. the Florida Panthers have kind of that hate if they were to to have uh the success Vegas had and mm-hmm. I I, I kind of wonder that sometimes yeah, maybe it's a little bit of jealousy. The fact that they got it so easy, they went to the finals right away. Their like it first wasn't. Year. Like, yeah, I mean, we we were early, we were successful as early on as well. But, but my goodness, like as we were trying to retool and retool and retool, we saw them come into the league and just get everything they wanted, and and then some. So, yeah, I mean, it's not it, it's easy to to just think, man, I, I wish we had their situation, but not anymore. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, and it, I mean, I still think the Vegas Golden Knights and. uh are still going to, of course, be there. They were able to trade the contract of Mark mm-hmm. Andre Fleury I st- mm-hmm. for for a mid tier prospect for the Chicago Blackhawks. They, that was just basically a salary dump. They were able to dump, still yeah. sign Alec Martinez. So I, it's funny. The Western Conference. I feel like there's only really two teams that could really make it: Colorado and Vegas. Maybe other teams could surprise us because the Pacific Division is just absolute garbage from, <laughs> from on paper. But yeah. Like, who knows? We could possibly see a Vegas Golden Knights versus Florida Panthers final. We could see our old friends, Jonathan Marcheseau and uh, Riley Smith. And now, Evgeny Dadanoff. He was traded from the Ottawa Senators. Oh, yeah. A uh, wonderful tidbit. <laughs> to the Vegas Golden Knights. So Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, a lot of reasons to not, like, root for them at all. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are, are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. 
amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Did you know that Bilt Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Bilt Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their faves. If you don't know the Bilt Bar flavors, well, you are missing out. There's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Do you want to know what my flavor, favorite flavor is of these selections? It's the cookies and cream. What? Cookies and cream, anything, ice cream, goat bars, any anything cookies and cream related. Why not? It's a very obvious choice. If you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box and you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. Check out the macros. 17 to 18 grams of protein. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. Four to five grams of sugar and only four to five net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. There's also the grasshopper cookie flavor, which is like the classic thin mint cookie. All the flavor without all the sugar with 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only five grams of sugar. Order today and you'll get the grasshopper cookie or the raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Isn't that great? So go to built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 over at built.com. Of course, you you are a Panthers diehard. You you live and breathe by this team. You're now a recent season ticket holder, and and honestly, congratulations. You are you. you are going to be part of a great community over there. And uh, but uh, rip your your gas tank from where you have to drive. <laughs> so so one hundred percent worth it though. Even though it's a forty five minute drive from a a regular South Florida home, it, it's still worth the shot for sure. Mm-hmm. And here's one thing I want to say, uh, mostly to the listeners, and I got to give uh, you a little bit of credit. Uh, when I went to uh, game one with you and with uh, Jacob Winans of PantherParkway.com, as soon as that game ended, uh, we rushed back over to uh, your place so that I could record an episode with Alex Baumgartner of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Uh, Paul, you, you want to know something? What? That is still my most listened to show during my time as the host of Lockdown Panthers. And oh man! Yep, and thanks thanks to you, I was able to like use the equipment at your house to to record the episode to make it work. And I want I want to say thank you, man, because oh no problem. You you, you have you have an incredible setup there, better than mine, uh, and. And it's a work in progress. Trust me. This didn't like Rome wasn't built overnight. This is something that I'm glad you were able to make use of, especially at such an important time of the Panther season during the playoffs. Yeah. And it, and, and then to go home the next day, upload it, it, it was, it was a little stressful, but I was able to uh, make it work, but work hard. You work hard. Yeah, man. And I, w- I want to, I want you to talk about how your, uh, your Twitch streaming about what you do, about what you, uh, about how you engage with your community and how and about your following talk to talk to a little bit about your channel 
Okay. Well, I guess, I mean, at a, at a basics, I was just trying to make a channel that was very community-based, something that anybody can just kind of pop on and just hang out and be able to be part of the show rather than just watch it. They can be also interactive and part of it. Uh, mainly, I race a marbles game, which everyone can kind of participate in. And through that, I've kind of gained a community, uh, you know, a social community um, atmosphere. It's kind of like a bar. You'd come in and you just hang out and you talk and you you tell stories. And at the same time, you're doing something interactive and maybe working towards a goal, whether it's like I, it's something that I make out of the races, which is like a championship or something. It's something fun that I'd like to do on my, on my spare time, but also a really important part and something that relates to the Panthers is that you can be social and you can make uh, connections with people you wouldn't have made connections uh, uh, with, you know, without it. So like I've met a lot of Panther fans through Twitch and Twitch streaming. And uh, I've gotten in contact with communities like uh, a big contact that I've gotten in uh, gotten with just because of marbles is uh, Andrew Ember, our, our, our PA announcer for, for awesome our home games. Absolutely fantastic. And I wouldn't have met him if it wasn't for streaming on Twitch and being in the same category as him. And, and then oh, through him opening a lot of doors to more Panthers fans. And I can only say Twitch has not only increased my, you know, social life, but it's also increased my fandom for, for my favorite team. Absolutely. And I was able to talk uh, with Ember a little bit about, I was like, Hey, I know, I know uh, Gooch and he, he refers <laughs> yeah. to you. It's funny because I call you, I, I, I don't, I call you by Paul because I've known you for 15, <laughs> a decade and a half, but everyone else calls you Gooch. So it's sometimes weird. He's like, Oh, I know Gooch. So oh, I love the shout from Ember, man. Love the guy. Absolutely yeah, he, love him. He, and, and definitely he's he's definitely a good dude so for yeah. for the fans um tell them about when you're not watching the florida panthers when you're not streaming on twitch when you're not uh working tell tell the fans about what you do in your spare time when you're okay. not doing either of these things well i'm a nature guy I, I mean whether i like to admit it or not yeah i was growing up around nature my father was a huge uh nature activist. So I, what I like to do, especially down here in South Florida, and I'd, I'd recommend it if you haven't done it and you're near the South Florida area is to go near the Everglades, go towards the Everglades. Yes. A great spot to go to is called Shark Valley, where you can really take in all of the atmosphere mm -hmm. and the environment from a, an area where you weren't, you wouldn't think, you know, it doesn't have any hills, doesn't have any forests that it might not be that interesting, but no, we have a nice, lovely swamp in the Everglades, but you can see a lot of wildlife. There's a, there's a bike trail. We can have a, a really nice time for. So I'm, if I'm not in the social media life, I'm not doing Twitch or pay attention to the sports. I'm in nature. I'm just enjoying life. That's, you know, I'm with you there. That's and where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I, we, we did shark Valley right before mm -hmm. game one. And honestly, <laughs> our, my legs were so sore, just standing up, <laughs> cheering and going, sitting yeah. back down. And for, for those, in south florida who actually live there who don't know where shark valley is you just go on a street alligator alley and you keep going west and you'll see signs that say shark valley oh, yeah it's a big uh touristy attraction in mm -hmm. in the mid it's a 15 mile bike ride you get to see like a little tower in between where you get to park your bikes and just take in the view and it's honestly for guys it is very very therapeutic and it's and it's mm -hmm. a time and it's also a time to just ease the mind because in this in this very noisy world that we have of like, whether it's news media, whether it's social media, whether it's uh, trying to keep up with all of your relationships or just, it, it, it's great to take that step back and just yeah breathe. Yeah, especially during that first round and I was there all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a lot of stress. You, you needed to find a way to like exhale from all the stress <laughs> yes. that the Florida Panthers are uh, causing you. Mm-hmm. 
definitely. So, do, so this is one thing that I ask every every guest. Outside of uh, podcasts, outside of outside of Florida Panthers hockey, are there any book recommendations or non sports related stuff that you recommend for the fans to listen to? Oh man, book recommendations! Here's I'm not the best for book recommendations. I'll just say that right off. But uh, I've been reading, and you say non hockey related, but I'm going to say something hockey related. The down with uh, the down with Brown, the, the book that I that I that I sent you for the uh, the whole history of hockey. Um, to really like for, for those who are just starting to get into the sport and for those that really want to know what all the noise is about, uh, that is definitely a, a top book that I would recommend to, to read and get yourself caught up with it. That's uh, for me and me personally, since I wasn't a, I did go to the games when I was young, but I wasn't someone who followed the team wholeheartedly right from the beginning. So what got me up to speed, uh, was that book. Mm-hmm. I think it was called down with Brown. Like, that was a it's the Down Goes Brown history down of the NHL, there we go. and Down Goes Brown is the nick- nickname of uh, Sean McIndoo of yes. the Athletic. Uh, great, great, he does. He's podcaster for Puck Soup. He's also the podcaster for um, the Athletic Hockey Show. So mm-hmm. definitely a smart mind, and he really, and he really ex- explains the the history of the league and the things that make sense and that really don't make sense. He, which is yeah. some some of the parts of that book are just purely comedic. He's a he's a funny guy. So if you are just learning the sport or just learning how to what where it mm-hmm. was from the over 100 year history of this league then that's a great book recommendation yeah. down goes brown history of the nhl so before we get out of here uh paul uh give us your plugs tell us where people can find <laughs> you on the all internet, right on whether okay. it's twitter or or twitch Okay, so it's really just Twitter and Twitch, uh, Gooch Spot at Twitter and Twitch, the Gooch Spot. I'll be live streaming most weeks, uh, basically once or twice a week. We're going to be racing those marble community races and uh, also talking anything, talking music, talking sports, uh, just like this. It was just such a such a pleasure, and I always love engaging in conversation. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. And more importantly, man, happy birthday. Thank you so much for, <laughs> Thank you. Thank for you. being what on this treat. maiden voyage of the Locked On Panthers <laughs> podcast. So it, make, Florida Panther fans, follow Gooch at GoochSpot on Twitter and Twitch and make sure you engage with him. Make sure you also engage in his Twitch community. He has over 4,000 followers I saw on his uh, on his Twitch. So he's definitely one who's definitely engaged in this community. So, so that will be all for this episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast fan series if you want to be part of the fan series make sure to dm me at lo underscore fla panthers or email me at locked on fla panthers at gmail.com if you want to be part of the show i won't be doing this for long because training camp does start in about a month so get your messages in if you would like to be part of the show so if you like what you're hearing Please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jobs into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, where they'll be breaking down all of the off-season activities on the NHL and your Florida Panthers. So I'm Armando Velez with Paul Gooch, and you've been listening to the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day. Oh.